0: Welcome to this podcast. I'm your host, Paris James, and all I want is for you to go out there and live your damn life. This is a safe space where we can just be ourselves and have meaningful conversations. Let's face it, life is not always perfect, but you can choose to live it unconditionally now and always. I'm just here to remind you that you have the power to create the exact magical life that you deserve. And guess what? I am proud of you already. I'm so grateful that you're here, tuned in and listening, so let's dive right in. Hello everyone and welcome back to this podcast. This is a story time episode, so I am going to be telling you, oh, do I even want to do this? Yes, I do. I am going to be sharing with you three really weird days experiences that I've had and what I learned from it. So let's just, you know, before I change my mind, let's just dive right in. So the first dating experience that I had, I wouldn't really call it a date because I was very naive. So <laughs> I just think this is so funny. So I was at the University of Toronto, and I was doing co-op, which means that we had to do like one year of working experience or whatever. So there was this one time we had this networking event. So it was really just, you know, networking. Everybody supposed to come out. and supposed to dress professional. And, you know, I was really extra. I had printed out these business cards. I mean, who was I? I didn't even have a business. But I printed out these business cards. I just want to laugh thinking about this. Oh, my God. Please stop me. But, yes, I printed out these business cards. And was like, yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm going in. Dressed up in this, like, black skirt, stockings, like, and this white shirt and, you know, had my hair done and I was just, like, you know, feeling myself entering this networking event. And I was just, like, talking to everybody. And there was... So I'm not going to call any names in these episodes, obviously. But there was this one guy and he was, like... Well, he was a man. He was, like, a Russian guy. And he was, like, in charge of some big company or whatever. So we're all adults here, okay? So I was way over, like, 19. I was, like, 19, 20, I think, around that age. And yeah, so we were at a networking event or whatever, and everybody was like talking, you know, trying to give out their business cards, and I was doing the same thing. And so just letting me you know that my life lesson from this dating story was not to be naive, <laughs> just putting that out there. So anyway, I was, your girl was networking and came across this Russian guy. And we were like, I was not working or whatever, telling him, like, you know, my degree is biochemistry and neuroscience. And he was like, he's working in this specific company, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, we should connect on LinkedIn. So I had this like on LinkedIn profile that I was forced to activate because, you know, we were in co-op. So I was just like, okay, whatever, not really thinking anything of it. And then I got a message. Oh, God. I got a message on LinkedIn being like, oh, you know, it was so lovely to meet you or whatever. Um, Maybe we should... Go and we should like meet up or whatever. So, here I was thinking that it was this like business interview. So, I was just like, Yeah, oh my god, I'm getting an interview, you know, <laughs> like thinking of what am I gonna wear, like telling all my friends. And, like, I had like my outfit and everything picked out. And then, on the day of this alleged interview or this meeting, because to be honest, I didn't really specify, right? So, I should have like you know, specific, but I'm not very conversational at times. I just tend to, you know, just close up and like not really say anything. So I was trying to be professional. So I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, so we'll meet up or whatever. So he was like, he will tell me the details after, right? Like on the day, I mean. So anyway, midday comes and he was like, oh, yes, he has an extra ticket. (laughs) here's an extra ticket for the Russian this this ballet, right? So I was like, oh my gosh. Well, you know, maybe this is how networking is. Like, you know, I need to, you know, wear something nice, and I need to go out, and maybe it like it's like with his company, and I'm gonna meet everybody or whatever. So me being <laughs> this newly found student up there, I am from Trinidad and Tobago. Just by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, so. I was like, oh my God, I need to find like a dress. So I went to like the cheapest store in the mall and I found like the cheapest dress, but it was like this gold, like sequined dress. And I was just like, okay, you know, out there being like, okay, well, let me just do up my hair professionally in a bun. And this is a ballet apparently. So, you know, I'm going to have to, dress up and like still be professional. So there I was packing my business cards in my clutch, telling all my friends, oh my God, I'm going on this interview, what it's going to be like at this ballet, you know, (laughs) and then so then this guy was just like okay yeah you know meet me downtown and i'll pick you up right to go to the ballet so i was just like okay so i was just there you know traveling first time traveling getting my you know my loonies and my toonies which is like canadian money and like making my way in my heels and my dress and my (laughs) my business cards to this ballet and i met we met like this town square i think it was like downtown ufc and he pulls up like vroom vroom in this car right and I was just like oh my god he's dressed like in a shirt on tux I was like oh my god this must be more formal than I imagined and I'm literally in a dress I kid you not it was probably like 12 dollars but it looked like it could be more anyway so went to the ballet or whatever and then I realized he was being like super friendly and I was just like okay well you know maybe this is how it is went to the ballet and We were there and, like, all of his other friends were there, like, as in these older people, I think, who were, you know, colleagues and friends, people at work. And they just kept, like, staring at me. And I was just like, okay, like, am I not supposed to be here? Like, I think I just looked really young. And they were all kind of trying to figure out, like, you know, how did I come with this guy? And they were all trying to be like, oh, your dress is so stunning. Like, where is it from? And I didn't want to see it. It was, like, from this, like, no-name store anymore. So I was just like, you know, like, it was a gift from a friend LOL, and then, so anyway, the ballet was about to start, and then apparently, like, he had some, like, rich section, I don't know, it was, like, fancy, and he had, like, this fancy section where we had, like, red wine, so he, like, gave me a glass of wine, mind you, I never drank before like I probably had like one day in my life before that so I was like oh red wine you know you know maybe let me me just drink it and we were like gonna drink it or whatever and then so right before we went in he introduced me to one of his best friends and his best friend had a girlfriend and what do you know the girlfriend was like from the Caribbean right I can't actually remember if she was from Trinidad um I think she was from Trinidad but I think she just was originally from there but she had obviously spent most of her life in Canada so he was, like, introducing me to his friend or whatever. And I was just like, okay, you know, nice to meet you, whatever. And then we went into the ballet. And then I was just like, okay, well, this is... I started to realize at that point in time that this was actually more of, like, a date and not, like, a networking, you know, event. So I was, I just took, like, three sips of the wine. And then I shamelessly started to fall asleep. Like I was just like falling asleep because I was just like so tired. This was at the end of a really long day at school. I was eager beaver, you know, going to all the lectures, doing all my homework early. So I was so tired and I drank this wine and I was like, bopping like you know trying to like be into the ballet but my head is like bopping left right and center like all over the place like trying not to fall asleep on this man and then I started to I I was just like I excused myself and I went to the bathroom and I was just like what am I doing here and at that point in time I realized okay well this is how stuff is like I'm in a different country I'm in Canada like maybe this was a date and maybe it was not about like networking events but he was not Like, I guess, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to say it. Like, it wasn't, like, anything bad. Like, this is not some terrible story where I ended up getting drugged or, like, anything. It was just funny because to him, it was normal. And to me, I was just like, what am I doing here? So... Anyway, so, like, after we came out of the Bali, which, by the way, I slept through the entire thing, he was, like, making these jokes, like, oh, my God. Like, he didn't know I was going to fall asleep. And I was like, well, at this point, I'm probably never going to get, like, an interview. or never going to get anything. Um, which was the point of, like, why I thought we were meeting up. You know, like, I thought that, that was what networking was about. By the way, the moral of the story is to not be naive. Anyway, so, continuing the story, I was there, whatever. And then he was like, okay, well, we were talking. And then he was, he started to, like, in, like we we met back up with his friend who was dating a trinity girl and we were like all laughing and talking about like god alone knows what because I was just pretending to be in the know and like laugh as well and I can't remember like the exact sequence of events but he ended up saying that he ended up making a comment, and then at that point in time, I was like, oh my god, this was actually, like, he actually thought this was going to be, like, a date. He ended up making a comment, being like, you know, my friend, she, he's dating, like, this churning girl, and I hear that your Car- Caribbean girls are really wild, or, you know, they're really fun, like, hinting suggestively that, like, you know this is, this is why he wanted to go out with me, and I was just like, oh my god, like, trying to be like, okay, drop me back to my dorm, like, I need to go back home, so I started to, like, you know, hint that, like, I wanted to go back home, or whatever, and then, so he eventually drove me back, like, he was still really respectful and really polite, and we pulled up in front of my dorm, and then he was like, I was, at this point in time, I knew, like, what he, I, I just knew that it wasn't what I thought, <laughs> so, <laughs> I just kind of, you know, tucked my business cards back into my wallet and was firmly being like, you know, let me go back up to my dorm or whatever. So then he wanted to give me like a little hug before we went up. So I like gave him like a tiny hug. And then he was just like, do you want to give me a proper, like, do you want to give me a proper hug and a kiss now? And I just looked at him and it was just like, no, and like busted out laughing. I was like screaming out laughing and I like could not control myself. And I ended up just flooding the premises like I just left the car and I was like so mortified because all of my roommates were up and they were waiting and they were like you know how is it how did it go like did you get a job like did you you know meet the company like you know because they wanted the impression and this was like a company event and I actually this was like my first honestly it was like within the first two weeks of me in Canada so like I was just like you know maybe this is how stuff is and I was really naive right and The thing is, like, this could so easily have gone wrong for me. So even though this is, like, a funny story that I ended up falling asleep at a random ballet at this event or whatever, like, I just want to point out that please do not be naive like me because this was just, like, such a stupid decision that I made. Like, I honestly went into the situation being, like, under good circumstance. Like, this was an event. Like, you know, he asked me, like, to meet... On LinkedIn and like to talk about like my career and like what I wanted so I just want to say that even though it's funny like parts of it are funny the moral of the story or the lesson that I want to tell you is to don't be naive like never be naive and don't be like me and you know if you are going to meet somebody or if you're going to meet somebody new or anything was the reason why I even went because I was just like okay well this guy was obviously invited to like the event and you know, it, it it can't be anything shady, like, it wasn't somebody that I had, you know, randomly met in a coffee shop, or randomly messaged me on LinkedIn, it was because we were in that safe environment, that I felt like, you know, I, you know, maybe this is how it was, and this is what you have to do, like, network, and, like, get out there, you know, get drinks, and, like, you know, do stuff like that, like, in any world of networking, so, that's the only reason I went, because I would not have gone if somebody randomly had messaged me on LinkedIn, right, so, I just want you to know, like, don't be naive, don't be like me, and stand your ground, especially if you, you know, enter a situation like that, like a new world of business and a new world of work, and recognize when things are going south, and just, you know, immediately just get yourself out of that situation, because, yeah, I'm just grateful that, you know, he was still very polite and very respectful. I cringed at myself for thinking that this was like a business event, but I mean, mistakes do happen, and after that, I was much more vigilant, so... All in all, it was fine. But yeah, lesson do not be naive. Okay, so that's my first dating story or like experience that I had that I wanted to share. So let us move on to dating story number two. So this story is just too much for me. <laughs> okay, so basically, I just like to point out at this point in time before you all judge me that I was not very fond of myself at this point in time i had like zero self-worth i'd just gotten out of a bad relationship i was finding my balance basically and just not really knowing what i deserve so i ended up dating a guy i wouldn't even call it dating because everything was on the honestly he was actually dating a few other girls i actually think about five girls and it was just awful like let me just tell you it was just awful like but when I look back on it, I don't know like how I didn't see these signs before. Like he just wanted everything to be on download, everything to be in secret. I was never allowed to see him in public. Like if we saw each other in public, we'd have to be cordial. But, you know, there was no PDA. We wouldn't even go like for dinner or go for like movies or anything like that because everything was so undercover. And I was just like not I thought like, you know, maybe he didn't just. He just didn't want to be public or he didn't want, you know, he wasn't comfortable at that level yet. Meanwhile, he's dating like a few other girls and it was people who I knew as well. I only found out that after. So I'll tell you all how like the whole thing eventually got found out. But basically all of us girls, like we had stuff in common. And one of the things that we had in common was dogs. Like we like dogs, right? So here, this is just so funny. I, I can't even deal right now okay so like he had this well he sends us all so he would send us the exact same things exact same messages exact same pictures tell us the exact same stories so he sent this picture of this dog right that he had right and it was this picture of this adorable golden retriever looking puppy in this bathtub and i think i can't remember if the dog's name was like solomon or simon i think it was like solomon i think it was solomon yeah (laughs) so he said that the dog's name was Solomon, and that he had this puppy or whatever. And I was like, oh my God, you never told me about this puppy. Like, can I see more pictures? Can I see more videos? And he would send like these random, like pictures of this dog, right? And I was like, so in love with this dog that I thought he had. And, And then, so like he would video call, right? Or he would like, no, not video call, sorry. He would like send videos when I always asked for like videos of the dog. And every time he sent a video, I realized it was like from this strange angle. It appeared as if the dog was like not moving. And then at some points and times, it would make like a little bit of noise, but it just always appeared to be sleeping so I always used to ask like you know how was the dog sleeping could I get a video of the dog running around like could I come over and play with the dog could I feed the dog like all of these different things right and he kept always saying that the dog was sleeping and that it was a puppy, and all of these different things, and that he doesn't want um, anybody to come and see the dog because then they would love the dog and then the dog would get too famous. And then he just started making up these elaborate stories. Like, I kid you not, it was like terrible. Like, these elaborate stories about this imaginary dog. Just by the way, I just let y'all know the dog was imaginary. And anyway, so long story short, I'll tell you only two things. So, it all how the the whole thing eventually came out was because of this dog lovingness, right? So basically one day I was on Instagram and I was like scrolling through or whatever. And I saw this picture of this dog, right? So like it caught my eye because I always like all the dog videos or all the dog pictures on Instagram, right? Lo and behold, I saw this picture of this dog in the bathtub, the exact same picture that this boy had sent me. And I was just like, "Mm," like maybe he posted a dog or, you know, maybe like something had happened, right? So, I clicked on the picture, whatever. Lo and behold, this dog is a famous Instagram dog. So, I was just like, okay, this can't be right. So, I went back in the chat and I scrolled up to the picture of this dog that he had sent me, right? And I compared the picture with the exact same picture. So, I was just like, okay, what the hell? So, I took the pictures like that he sent me and I started to just look at the pictures and realize that the dogs were like all a little bit different. So, I was just like, oh my god, is this guy like for real? Like, does he really have a dog? So, I started to look back at all of the videos, right, that he had son of Sanity Dog. And then the FBI and makers, you know, you know, we have it in us, started to Google like fake dog, right? And I don't, I can't, my jaw literally just dropped to the ground because there was this dog that you could have bought and it was like this fake dog. So it was like a fake dog that was in this blanket bed and you could have purchased them together. And it comes like, I think it comes attached. I'm not even sure. And like, you could like tear down this button and the dog could sometimes like growl, or like make a barking noise or like move and like wag its tail. So it was like this fake movable dog. And I was just like, okay, this is really weird. Like, what is happening? So, like, I started to be like, this dog is fake. But, like, I didn't know, like, how to say it. So then I started to be like, I don't know if your dog is real. And it was sounding like like foreign words coming out of my mouth. Because I was like, how am I even having to say this right now? And then he started to just be, like, laughing, cackling down the place, being like, yeah. And by the way, this this was an elaborate lie because it went on for like so long. Like I actually, like it actually reached a point where it wasn't funny because of how far he had taken the lie. And at that point in time, I was just like, well, for this entire time, my gut feeling was telling me that something was off because of this whole down low thing. And I was just like, this was just adding up more into it, right? So anyway, so I didn't really take it on. I was just like, okay, maybe this boy is just weird. Like he has some kind of weird, imaginary fake dog kind of fetish. Like, I didn't know. I was just like, okay, whatever, right? lo and behold now this was a point in time where instagram back in the day where you forwarded something to somebody if you forward it to more than one person it automatically formed a group with that with those people right so (laughs) he used to send me like pictures of dogs or like pictures of like cute animals because like obviously that's what gets girls right well like for me like i just love penguins i love dogs i love those things right so on this one sunny day, I got like a notification or whatever of him sending this dog, right? And now I realized that it had automatically formed a group. So I was just like, who else is he sending this dog to? So what he had done was that he sent the dog picture to me and like two or three of the other girls he was dating is like, you know, that more he just didn't have time now. Like he just didn't have time. He just wanted to, you know, it, do a quick like, you know take this little cute dog picture, you know, and he didn't have time. So he forwarded it to all of us and it created a group. I kid you not. It created a group chat with me and these other girls. And at this point in time, I was just like, okay, this is really weird. But I am the kind of person who I just like wouldn't. And I, I, I feel really dumb about this, but I, I'm i a very, like, like if I don't know you, I'm not gonna just open up just like that. Like, I have to be able to trust you on some level, right? So these were, like, two girls who I had kind of known on Instagram, but I didn't really know exactly, like, who they were. And I'm very, like, guarded when it comes to things like this. So, like, I didn't want to, like, talk any chat, right? But the other two girls were talking and they were like, why are you in this chat? And I was just ignoring the messages, right? But in retrospect, I should have just been like, yo, why are we in this chat? Let's all like talk about why are we in this chat? So I was just like, let me not say anything because like I don't want to get involved in any drama. Like I don't want anything. So eventually like I didn't say anything in the group chat and these other two girls like ended up talking and ended up finding out that like they were like, you know, they would on dates and ish teams with the same guy, but I did not find out anything because I was a parent, like the non-talkative one in the group, right? Which was true, like I was. I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want drama. Like I just exited, right? So then fast forward a little bit now, I had this really good friend and he's like this photographer friend of mine and so this was like okay so it was three of us girls in one chat so this was three of us there was like two other girls at the side and one of the other girls like she apparently had like this birthday party and he ended up going to the birthday party or whatever and I had this really good friend he's a who was a photographer and we used to talk right and I kind of used to I can't even remember how it came up but he ended up kind of like hinting something and I ended up asking him, and he didn't even really want to tell me, because, like, I just kept being, like, tell me, tell me, tell me, like, it was this guy there, or whatever, and, like, you know, if he was there, like, what did he do, and then he ended up telling me, like, he was with the girl, like, he came with the girl, and I was, like, what, and after that, now I was just, like, okay, well, something needs to be done, so I kind of remember the exact details, but we ended up forming a group chat like on on WhatsApp with all of the girls. So it was just, I think out of these, I think it was five or six girls, like out of them, I think it was just like three of us who ended up forming a group chat. Yeah. And we ended up talking about every single thing, like literally every single thing. Like it turns out, like when I was at like this fet, because it was like around February time, I was in this fet and he was like running from group to group to group to say hi or like to intermingle with each of these girls. And so I would see him at one point in time and he fets and he would see somebody else. And it turns out that like he was just doing that this whole time. And he was like, you know, going to one girl's party and cutting a cake with her and going to her party in like this club. And seeing me in the dead of the night, the dead of the night, he was seeing me. He was going to the movies with this next girl. He was going, he was taking this next girl to a house that he had, like an empty house that he had. He was doing like all of these different things. And we were, like, shook. And then we started to talk about the dog. And apparently, like, well, I think, like, one of them or two, I can't remember if we all knew it was fake, but they all knew something was wrong with the dog. And I told them the dog, sorry, like, how I figured it out. And they wanted to die because they were just like, you know, what the hell? And then all in all, we became like really honest about like what was going on or whatever and we of course ended up ditching him which was like the best decision we could have made because we all came out so strong after that found really amazing relationships and didn't have to go back to those days but that day's story was just like a story from hell because there's so many things that happen in between two and i was just like i can't believe that i was so naive and i was so like you know like accepting of what was happening and deep down my God so my intuition was telling me so the lesson that I have from this dating story is don't be naive listen to your intuition and don't let anybody and I repeat do not let anybody have you in a relationship on the dog low because that is just not any good so if you reach the point in time where somebody like doesn't want to see you in public or doesn't want to be around you that is some shady crap and you need to like stand up for yourself and know your worth and Rishi point out, it was so bad because like I would be going to the gym and this guy would be at the gym and I would be scared to walk to my car and he would so not want to be seen with me in public. He would be like, I'll stand up by the window and wave. And he would like wave from the window as I walked by myself to this car park. And it was so funny because like he would say he's going to meet somebody And then he would, like, drop scorn soup or something for me. And he would literally, like, I kid you not, like, he was so afraid of being seen with me in public. This boy would buy the soup. And me and my friends laugh about this now because we call it the, in inverted commas, fling she (laughs) day. And basically, he would be so anxious, like, not be seen with me. He would literally... Buy the soup, and literally, he would fling shit. Like he would practically fling the corn soup. I would come outside, you know, smelling good, a goggle with some mud wash, I put on my perfume, my nice clothes, come outside in the car. He would literally fling shit, the soup, and drive off, and like beep the horn before I even have time to take the soup. He was already back in his car, beeping his horn, being like, warm it up, eh like literally like this is how it was like I would see him for like a second because you know he was on his way to meet some next girl and he would literally just be like flinging things like come in my house and like flinging things like he would drop Diwali sweets he would drop like all these different things and it would literally literally just be like a fling shitty like he would just fling it on like drive off like a crazy person like going to meet his next girl or whatever so at that point in time I realized that this is in no way dating or a relationship and it's something I should have never stood for but at that point in time I was going through my own issues and I had my own you know self-confident things that I was working through and I'm so happy that all of us girls like ended up getting out of that situation and we ended up in such a better place so those are my lessons from my first two dating stories I realized that this podcast episode is almost a half an hour. So I'm actually going to chop up these stories. So these are the first two decent stories, any lessons that I've learned from them. So yeah, I hope you had a good laugh. And I hope you learned something out of this. But yeah, never settle for anything, less than you deserve. Don't be naive. And you know, just keep Doing you, living your damn life, and just be safe out there. If you are dated or out and about on the dating scene, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. We are gonna have other parts. This is part one to my dating stories and what I've learned from it. So yeah, that's the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk soon. If you love this podcast, let's be BFFs. You can DM me at the Paris James on Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe, download your favorite episodes and leave us a review. And if you have a topic you want to hear about next, feel free to comment and let me know. Until then, talk soon.